the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Good evening, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate. Thank you for joining us tonight, this Sunday evening. We're going to talk about a big event that comes to Cleveland uh, every 80 years, for every year, for many, many years. Maybe not exactly 80. But if you ever look up to the sky and see an airplane, you, you might want to think about the Cleveland National Air Show as we approach Labor Day weekend. And uh, so joining me tonight is Kathy Lux. Kathy, how are you tonight? I am wonderful. Good evening. How are you, Nick? Always having you here is a great thing to do. But we also have from the Cleveland National Air Show, I believe, uh, the Executive Director, Kim Dell. Kim, how are you tonight? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Do, do I have that title correctly? Are you the Executive Director? <laughs> yes, Chief Cook and Bottle Washer. <laughs> yeah, the book always stops at the Executive Director, I'm afraid. But yes, the, the, the big clear, chair. <laughs> the big chair, the Cleveland National Air Show. I'm an aviation nut. I was in the Air Force and uh, a pilot and... Uh, just love aviation. So this is the time of the year where all aviation nuts come out of the woodwork and want to look upward toward the sky. Tell me about the Cleveland National Air Show. A little bit for those who haven't, for some reason, have not been able to pay attention to it over the last uh, number of years. How long has the Cleveland Air Show been here associated with Cleveland? When did that start? Well, actually, the, the air show has its roots based in the national air races. And that those took place from 1929 to 1949 at what is now the site of Hopkins International Airport. And that was really the golden era of, uh, of uh, aviation. People have to realize that there were people building airplanes in their barns. They were trying to go farther and faster. And these air races brought people like uh, Jimmy Doolittle and Amelia Earhart to Cleveland to compete. You had the cross-country races, and then you also had the racing around the pylons that people are most familiar with. What? The uh, the new Cleveland uh, Air Show, which I'd call it the new because they're sort of like post World War II and that kind of thing. Uh, when the air show that as we know it now, when did that start here in Cleveland? That started in 1964 uh, at what is now Burke Lakefront Airport, and that has been continuous uh, ever since. The only two years that we did not have the air show was 2013, when we had government sequestration, and 2020, when our good old pandemic. Oh, the good old pandemic, my goodness. Well, the the air show brings a lot of people in, and a lot of money has to change hands because performers have to be paid, insurance has to be procured, and people pay to get in. And normally, they, they decide just to come down and buy at the gate. That's a bit different this year, isn't it? Can they buy tickets uh, at the gate? Uh, no, no. Uh, we started this last year, so all of our ticket sales will be online in advance. Um, however, general admission tickets are good for any of the three days, and you can buy them online up until 2 p.m. on Monday, September 5th, the last day of the air show. So you can still get up you know, Sunday morning and decide if you want to come down to the air show. You can just buy a ticket online and then come on down to the show. 
Tell, tell, if I could ahead, interject uh, a question here, Kim. Um, so at the air show, for are there foods available and seating available, or give give the audience some uh, idea of of what that's like? Sure, sure. Um, well, as far as the different types of tickets, we have general admission, which is you can bring your own lawn chair or blanket and you know sit along the grass. Um, and then we do have different reserve seating areas. Um, we do have uh, sponsor box seats that will still be available this week uh, online. Other ticket sales have closed at this point. Um, but, yes, there are concession stands. There's uh, displays static display airplanes, um, a lot of things to see and do. Most of our spectators are here um, at least four to six hours, and they, they're very mobile. They're moving around the show site. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds great. With the uh, aircraft that are coming out here this year, what, what's going to happen? What time do you guys start, and what will people be seeing? Uh, well, the gates open at 9 a.m., and our flying typically starts around 10.30 a.m. and goes to approximately 4.30 p.m. Uh, the, the, big, the, big, uh, the big deal this year is the U.S. Navy Blue Angels, and they're going to be showcasing their new FA-18 Super Hornets for the first time in Cleveland. These are the same jets that were featured in the Top Gun Maverick movie. And the last time the Blue Angels transitioned to a new airframe was all the way back in 1986. So this is a big deal for you aviation nuts out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're going to be out there watching that to see how it, how it all goes. And it's going the same way typically for all these years. Uh, you really get to see up close and personal what aviation is, is all about. But uh, I, I know that the air show in the past, when you finally end the air show and you count up all the money, uh, that charities are involved that get some donations. Is that still happening? Uh, yes, the air show itself is a 501c4 nonprofit, um, and that mission of that organization is to produce the air show in a financially self-sufficient manner. And uh, if we pay all of our bills and we have money put away uh, for a future show, and if anything drops out of the bottom, then that's moved over to the Cleveland National Air Show Charitable Foundation, and that's a 501c3, and good works are done from there. Do you know of any of the... Uh, Go ahead, Kathy. So I, I'm wondering how how long um, of, of a planning period goes into getting everything ready for this amazing show. Well, from if you were to start, start when, from, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, if you were to start from scratch, um, and you were going to just start an air show from scratch. You would you would need to start two years in advance. Um, a lot of people don't realize is um, just by way of example, one of the things that we have to do is um, we have to fill out um, applications to the Department of Defense. Um, they're called 2535s, and all the air shows across the country have to fill those forms out and submit them to request participation by the jet teams, uh, military tactical demonstrations, etc. And the jet teams actually schedule their shows two years in advance. So we actually actually had to submit forms this past July, we're all the ways into 2024 uh, with our forms. So it's a lot of work that goes into it and a lot of details. Uh, 365 days a year, we work on this one event. That's amazing to me. And so, and I'm also wondering, um, I've I've attended the air show many times. Um, 
love it. My favorite is, of course, the Blue Angels. Um, and but but my, it seems to me that the crowd there just feels very patriotic. It just somehow brings out patriotism as well. Um, do do you see that as well? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, I would say a very patriotic event. Um, you know, uh, a lot of families. Um, you know, a lot of. All of the military pilots are, including the Blue Angels, are active military. So, you know, being able to bring your kids out and, and see a real hero, you know, um, mm-hmm. is, is important to a lot of people. And we, we're very blessed. We have a lot of airmen that come back who actually grew up coming to the show as little kids, and it sparked their interest in aviation, and they pursued a career, and, you know, they'll come back as part of the crew or a pilot. Um, and that's really neat, too, to see that come full circle. That's exciting. That is neat. That makes uh, me no, feel no, old no. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no longer I, young. I feel you old never I say am old. old. Uh, say no longer young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say say more mature. Well, you know, aviation. One of the exciting things about aviation uh, is the fact that flying is still a risky business, and safety is a big important thing. And I know the FAA is involved in, in watching all air shows. Uh, what, what's the FAA doing with regard to this air show, and, and what concerns have been taken care of with regard to safety? Well, you are correct. The FAA has a, a whole uh, set of rules and regulations for all air shows in, in the United States that we have to follow. Um, so, And through the years, things are changed and adjusted to um, make air shows safer. Probably the, the biggest thing that we have which a lot of people probably don't really realize what's going on during the show, is there's an actual aerobatic box. And so that's a, it's a, a box of air, and that's where the airplanes um, you know, are performing in. And we can't have any unauthorized uh, people inside that box. So that's why the Coast Guard is out on the waterway uh, holding boats back. Um, we have certain things here in place on the air show grounds. Um, so that's one of the things that, you know, one of the many things that the FAA um, has in place that air shows have to abide by. And so that box is a certain um, height, weight, um, depending on what type of airplane's flying is where it's in the box. Um, it gets really complicated quick. Um, but, yeah, the, air, the FAA is on site. They monitor us. They're at the briefings every morning. They inspect all the airplanes, uh, the pilots' registrations. Um, they're with us through the whole the whole process. Uh, we have just a couple of seconds yet before we have to take a break. But while everyone know we're talking to Kim Dell from the Cleveland National Air Show. She's the executive director of that show, and it's coming up Labor Day weekend, uh, which you don't want to miss because it's something that is uh, really famous here for Cleveland. And uh, if you're an aviation enthusiast, you have to get out there and see what's the latest thing going on out there. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words. We'll be talking to Kim Dell about more questions and answers about the Cleveland National Air Show. And I'm here tonight with Kathy Lux. Kathy, again, thank you for being with us. Oh, I'm happy to be here. You're out there. Okay, we'll take a short break. We'll be back after these words, so don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on The Advocate. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. In this segment, we're still talking to Kim Dell, who's the executive director of the Cleveland National Air Show. Uh, Kim, thank you for joining us. 
Oh, thanks for having me. And with us also is Kathy Lux. As always, Kathy, thanks for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, Kim, so Kim uh, can, can you tell us? Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Oh, Kathy, your turn. I was I was hoping Kim could tell us a little more about some of the features of the show. Sure, sure. A couple more of our uh, flying components uh, this year. We will have the U.S. Air Force F-16 tactical demonstration. And for the first time, we'll have a female pilot uh, flying this demo. And her call sign is Rebel, which I just love. Um, we'll also have an... <laughs> I figured you'd laugh at that, Kathy. Um, <laughs> we'll also have an Air National Guard F-15 flyby, which is really big because we haven't had one of those since 2010. Um, we'll also have the first appearance of a MiG-17. Now, this plane was made famous during the Vietnam War. There's only a few of them flying out there, and this particular one actually has been filmed by the History Channel. So that's just a few more wow. highlights for you. That's well, that, that'll be interesting. You know, on the ground, people who come onto the grounds of the airport, uh, they shut down the whole airport for the air show, so you get to walk on uh, taxiways and walk where you normally wouldn't walk, but what type of static displays do they have there? And Explain what a static display is if you hear that term. Yeah, most people don't understand. A static display basically means an airplane that's parked, um, but you are right. There is. Um, I always tell people that the air show is more than just fancy flying. You have to come inside the gates. Um, there's narration and, and uh, uh, choreographed music. We'll have Hot Streak 2 jet truck. Now, this is a 57 Chevy jet truck with two jet engines on the back, and it's going to race an airplane down the runway. So I, I keep saying we need to get our poodle skirts out for that. Static um, <laughs> display planes. Um, we'll have we'll have a lot on the ground. You know, a mixture of military, civilian, commercial. Um, we'll have just by way of example the U.S. Air Force KC-135 Strato tanker. That's basically a gasoline station in the sky. Um, a U.S. Navy P-8 Poseidon. Um, and uh, we'll also have a big United plane, um, a 737 MAX, that people can actually walk through. Um, and then in addition to the airplanes, we will have several different interactive displays. And just a couple of examples is we'll have the U.S. Navy Nimitz, where attendees will actually be able to step into the shoes of a Navy SEAL. And uh, we'll also have NASA's Journey to Tomorrow. So it's a very uh, an immersive, uh, fun-filled, interactive experience from NASA. Well, again, lots to see. Bring plenty of water and buy water. Are there any restrictions on what people can bring onto the grounds? Uh, there are, and it's probably best to just direct people to our website, which is www.clevelandairshow.com, and there is a, a restrictions page there that people can look at. Because I notice that when I go out to the air show, I see people sitting on the grass. They bring umbrellas and chairs and you know, they should uh, be reminded that most uh, undoubtedly it's going to be sunny all weekend. And yeah, with that, that's starting to look like very good weather. Of, uh, bring plenty of sunscreen uh, to, to do that. The uh, the, the issue of, of wandering around the air show, though, is really great. The Blue Angels, unlike the Thunderbirds, are, based, are they going to be based out at Burke Lakefront and taking out from there, or do they stay out at Hopkins like the Thunderbirds do? Uh, they will be at Burke, um, and, and a lot of people really don't understand why, but the Blue Angels <clears throat> excuse me, fly the F-18, which can land here at Burke Lakefront Airport. Um, the Thunderbirds fly F-16s, and the runway here at Burke is a little too short for them to land. So that's why the Thunderbirds uh, stage from Hopkins. 
But well, one of the things to watch here. One of the things to watch with the Blue Angels is that since mm-hmm. they're there, you get to watch the uh, the, the startup, uh, which is actually quite uh, well choreographed. You watch the ground crews get the aircraft ready. Uh, you watch the pilots uh, literally march out to the aircraft. And it's very snappy military precision, which uh, sort of just mimics what you see out in, in the sky when these jets are flying. And uh, You're right. something That's to watch. Called the, it's called the walk down. Um, is is what that's what the team refers to it as. You're right. It's a very uh, precise, you know, formation marching where they get into the planes. And then, interesting enough, even when they're done performing, it's the same procedure. They get out of the planes the same time, uh, and they uh, they do a whole procedure after they've flown too. And one of the things I, about I think the, that's uh, so impressive to watch. It is. It is. Well, one of the things about the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds is that these, when you watch their performance uh, as a layman, you're on the ground and you're watching these jets at, at such high speeds, apparently coming so close to one another, flying in such close formations. Uh, they look like they're perfect. But one of the things about these precision flying teams is that after their flight, they get together for a debriefing. And they rip each other apart on all the errors they made. <laughs> we may we may not even notice that, but uh, they, they they will really uh, scorch each other with regard to their their complaints and observations and corrections. And I always use the Blue Angels as an example when I'm talking about people who are either at work or somewhere else who have done something, and they feel they don't have to talk about it or they don't have to do it any better. If the Blue Angels after doing what looks like a perfect routine, have to sit down and criticize each other to get better, so do we for everything we do. So they're they're really a a good example for us on how to do business. But I know one of the other things with the Blue Angels, they have a support aircraft, which is a C-130. I think they call it the Fat Albert. Is that flying here to Cleveland? Will that be here as well? Uh, it, it it will be here. We'll drop the team off, um, and then it will depart. And unfortunately, um, we were just notified this week by the Blue Angels that due to um, wanting to uh, lessen the stress on the aircraft so that Fat Albert will last as long as possible, that they are not going to be flying an actual demo in Cleveland. Um, so we, we are disappointed, as many of our fans are, because we haven't had a Fat Albert demo in several years now. Um, but I understand, you know, what they need to do and why. Can you tell us about the demo and why that's so neat to look at? I remember it. i just give you the opportunity to talk about it. Yeah, well, we will have a, a C-130 demo, so we will still mm-hmm, have that. It just mm-hmm. won't be, um, you know, Fat Albert itself. But, yeah, the demo is kind of crazy because uh, it's hard to imagine that a C-130 can do what it can do, but a C-130 was designed, you know, particularly to be able to land on short runways and, um, you know, take off on short runways loaded down with gear. So a C-130 demo, which we will have one. Um, we will have one from our friends at the um, – uh, U.S. Air Force uh, will have a C-130 demo, um, and what you'll see, you'll see that take off, it'll land, it'll do a back taxi. Um, it, it can be as surprisingly aggressive, I guess, is what I would say. You know, nimble. Oh, oh it is. Nimble. Well, that, yes, that nimble. sounds good. I, I know the Navy used to do, uh, with their demo, they used to have what they called JATO, J-A-T-O, Jet Assisted Takeoff. They had rocket bottles attached to the... Uh, C-130, and the, you'd watch the C-130 take off 
in just a few hundred feet and take a very steep climb off the runway. And uh, that's quite amazing. Because watching that rocket-propelled C-130 is just as unusual watching what you mentioned earlier as this jet truck, a Chevrolet pickup truck with a jet engine on it. Just, yeah, yeah, um, and the you're right. They were it was called Jado, and uh, the reason why they don't do that anymore, you'll get a kick out of this, is all those Jado bottles that they had been using were left over mm-hmm. from World War II. And when oh they ran goodness. out, that was it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and they finally ran out of World War II stuff. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Well, well, watching the jet truck, uh, the, I understand the speed is going to be upwards of 300 miles an hour on the ground for a Chevy pickup truck. Yes, a 57 Chevy pickup truck. 57 (laughs) Chevy, oh my God. Well, I'm sure they took care of all the mechanical uh, reinforcements on it. Mm. But uh, when you stand there and watch it, your your eyes see what they see, but your mind doesn't comprehend it. The speed of the truck looks... Oh my God, yeah. it's It's so bizarre looking because it just doesn't make sense to see something moving at 300 miles an hour. That's a little pickup truck. But you'll be able to see that on the ground as it uh, is probably going to beat the aircraft, I would guess. Oh, you never know. I have to to wait and see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hope everything is as it usually goes. The FAA will be there. The the pilots, like you say, are briefed every morning on the weather and on the safety rules, and it works out very well. So hopefully we'll all see you down there at the air show, Kim. So thank you for joining us tonight. Well, thanks for having me. Nick, do we and, have time uh, for Kim to one more time give us ticket information for everybody listening? We do. How do people get tickets? They have to buy them before they get there. Go ahead, Kim. Where yeah, do they tickets go? are available um, in advance online uh, at our website, which is www.clevelandairshow.com. Uh, no gate sales, but you can buy GA tickets online up until 2 p.m. on Monday, September 5th, which is the last day of the air show. So lots of options for people. General mission tickets in advance are $30 for an adult and $20 for a youth. And children five and under are free for general mission. Outstanding. Well, everybody take advantage of the air show being in Cleveland on a beautiful weekend. Get your tickets and get on down to the air show. You'll certainly be happy you did. So, Kim, thank you for joining us. Thanks again for having me. It was great talking with you, Kim, and I hope to be at that air show. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Thank you. So uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words, so don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips on The Advocate here in WHK. Don't go away. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. In the next two segments, we're going to be talking with a very old, familiar voice. If you go to air shows anywhere in the world, you probably have run into the voice of Danny Clisham. The, the voice is something that you'll recognize because when you're at an air show and you have a flight line that's like a mile long, you're not going to see who the narrator is unless you're right up there by the stage. We're so happy to have with us tonight Danny. So, Danny, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure, uh, Nick. Always a pleasure talking to you. And could I just uh, interject? Could you trade that word, that word "old" to "young"? That, 
Absolutely. The, the very I'm young Danny Clisham. In Hollywood. <laughs> oh, we, we talk about that. But you've been doing this for so many years that you have become a staple with air shows. I mean, uh, you're to the point where if I'm watching an air show or I'm watching an airplane, I can hear your voice in my head talking about it, just as you would at an air show. <laughs> so, we have we have prescription medicine for that, Nick. Uh, I can cure you of that real quick. Well, I better call my doctor. That's that's for sure. But uh, you're, you're going to be here. You're going to be here in Cleveland for the Cleveland National Air Show, and that's going to be coming up Labor Day weekend as usual in Cleveland. And uh, you've otherwise been active. Did you do Oshkosh this year? Yes, I did Oshkosh. It was my 46th year in a row. And you're going to say, well, wait a minute, they shut down for COVID. But I couldn't be kept away. I went there, and they put me to work in, in the uh, EAA TV studios, and I did a couple of programs. It wasn't the same, but I was there. Out, outstanding. Well, you, you mentioned 43 years, so that means you must have started when you were like eight years old or something. Is that right? Six. Yeah, you're right. I started Six I years old. <laughs> Well, well, tell me, you know, the last time we talked last year, we were just sort of coming out of the COVID thing, sort of. Uh, but uh, this year now, we're, we're sort of way beyond COVID. People seem to be coming out, uh, leading normal lives. But the economy now is sort of changing things. Uh, how's the economy been affecting air shows over the, the past year? Absolutely here? not effective. We are... We are at capacity with air shows. No matter where we've been in the country, I have to tell you that the crowds are just coming out. They have their hats on. They want to get out with their families. They want to be entertained. They want to get outside to talk to other people. They've had enough, and they're showing it by, by coming to our shows, coming to the gates. At capacity crowds, wherever we've gone, it's just so encouraging that people are back with it again. We just absolutely love it. Oh, outstanding. Well, it's good to feel normal. You, again, you don't know what you have until you lose it. And uh, that, that COVID uh, episode in our, all of our lives is now behind us, hopefully. But uh, with, with the air shows, what, what is happening? What are the hot items out on the air show circuit nowadays? Well, I'm going to pre that with something. What the heck is I'm rambling about? But most important thing I want our spectators and your great listeners to do there's a movie that's been out uh, three days shy of three months. It's called Top Gun Maverick. And that motion picture, in that short period of time, a little less than three months, has garnered around the world $1.4 billion in seats at the theaters. The reason I bring it up is because in the airplane, Tom Cruise, God bless him, a great pilot himself, a very disciplined pilot, is riding through the FA-18s as they go through their exercises in that adventure movie. He is not in a simulator. It's not computer-generated. He's taking all the punishing G-loads that the Navy and Marine Corps pilots are placing on their aircraft themselves and him and going through it without a whimper, without getting sick, without graying out, without whining. And they say he's just tough as nails. He's a great star. It is a family motion picture. The FA-18 featured in that program is going to be flown by the Blue Angels as they make the return to Cleveland. 
So you're going to see an airplane that's going to be featured in our show. It's a great family film. Uh, I have pilot buddies who are kind of jaded. <laughs> they have gone to see it twice. Uh, it is so much. It's a, it's America. It's an American movie about Americans. And I went to see it, and then we'll stop talking about it. And I came out with some messages on my own. You You might see it, or you may have seen it, and come out with your own message. But one was, Never tell, never let anybody tell you you can't accomplish something. That was one. The other one was always complete your task. That's the other thing I took out of it. And then you've got to remember this. It will be a constant tr- struggle, good versus evil. So take a bunch of people when you go. Take the entire family because there will be a lot of conversations about that movie. And I'm very happy to say that not only is Tom Cruise he flies a World War II P-51 fighter for relaxation mm-hmm. after a long day on the set. A lot of our airshow pilots were part of that Hollywood group that taught the other stars how aerobatics were, how not to get sick, how to, what to understand about the pressures. So it's very near and dear to our hearts. It was produced by a former airshow pilot by the name of David Ellison who works out of Paramount Studios in California. And guess what? His production company is called Skydance Productions. So they finished the movie, $170 million budget. Then it had to sit in the can for two years with no rate of return on their investment. But boy, waiting was the right thing to do because now it came out May 26th, a little shy of three months ago, and it is busted all box office records. So, that's the first thing. Now, let's go to the same airplane the Blue Angels are going to use, upgraded version of their long-standing F-A-18. And then what we have as we go along the air show is a wide variety of those tactical solo jets. We got the F-15 coming to us from Louisiana, from New Orleans, Louisiana. And the pilot of the F-15, of course, is in the Bayou Militia. That's the, uh, that's the guard unit there. And uh, coming from New Orleans, he would have to have, you know, his last name is Boudreau. That's very French on there in uh-huh, New Orleans. Right. And Boudreau. his call sign is Tata, Tata Boudreau. Man, he can fly the F-15. We worked with him down in Miami, and we were so impressed, we brought him up to the Cleveland show. United States Air Force F-16, top gun fighter, is going to be flying there. And it's got a very special pilot on board as well. We got a great demonstration from the Coast Guard. We got the award-winning U.S. Army Golden Knight. We've got a C-130. The airplane is still in production after six decades of service to the United States and around the world. We got a second-generation T-6 Texan, and then our civilians. Our civilians, Nick. We went down south to get our civilians. These are some All of the right. award-winning pilots. We've got uh, Greg Coons, the award-winning Greg Coons, coming up from Alabama. His group is called the Alabama Boys, and we're going to do a little dance into his very exciting routine. A very exciting young lady with a great with a great history of competition aerobatics is Melissa Byrne. She flies a monoplane. She's a worldwide adventurist and has done great things in the world of Civilian air shows and international unlimited competition. And then another guy from deep in the heart of Texas, going way, way down in southern Texas, is my, my great friend Randy Ball. Now, Randy Ball is going to bring the, the enemy's airplane into Cleveland. 
And you know, oh. we went into Korea. It was a swept wing air jet in the dogfight arena. It was our North American F-86 Sabre swept wing aircraft against the enemy's MiG-15, another swept wing aircraft. Well, the MiG-17 is a, is a, a next generation aircraft that did not see action in Korea, but was out right after that. And it has afterburner qualities and some modifications. Randy Ball is the highest time current MiG-17 pilot in the world because it is the only one out there flying on a regular basis. Uh, he has been tearing things up for years in that MiG-17. He's a wonderful, wonderful guy, a great, uh, a great American, and uh, he's going to light that afterburner for us. And that airplane, you, you got to give credit to the Russians for the aircraft they designed. He's going to do some of the same G maneuvers that our F-16 Solo will do in that aircraft that came out in the late 1950s. So, in addition to that, and boy, I'm rambling. I'm on a hot streak now. No, hey, no, no. This, oh, this by the way, the hot streak-powered truck will hold be there. And i got to tell you... Well, well, hold on. Let's, let's give you a oh. chance to rest up. We're going to take a short break. <laughs> okay. It's break time here on The Advocate. But uh, we're talking to Danny Clisham, the voice of the Cleveland National Air Show and the voice of air shows around the country. We're going to take a, a short break. We'll be back after these words with Danny and talking about air show stuff, which I think you'll all want to hear. So we'll be back after these words. Don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be right back. Cleveland, Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate for tonight. We're talking to Danny Clisham from the Cleveland National Air Show. Actually, he's the voice of air shows all over. And he's going to be here in Cleveland Labor Day weekend to tell us all about what's going on in the skies and sometimes on the ground. Danny, you were just about to tell us about one of the ground shows that we're going to have. Tell us about yeah, the, the jet truck. It's a very exotic 1957 Chevrolet pickup truck. It's it's different because it's equipped with jet engines, and I got a backstory on that one. I've got uh, co-pilot time in that. We were doing a show oh in in outside of Portland, Oregon, and uh, the driver was a friend of mine, ex-U.S. Army Golden Knight, and he said, uh, you're going to ride with me today when I race. So they uh, put me in that car, put a uh, crash helmet on, and booties and a full suit full fire suit and it was a thrill of a lifetime so that's a 300 mile an hour truck on the runway able to achieve achieve those speeds in just a couple of seconds so it it breathes afterburner as well it's been around a, a long time it's a great uh, entertainment venue and that along with our drone works that are going to be in the air that's kind of like a relatively new thing to most people but it has a history and then the Cleveland Aero Modeling Society with their radio control aircraft. They are artists in the sky. But you brought up a good point, Nick. There is a show on the ground. It's the show before the show yeah. and the show after the show. Mm -hmm. uh, in these days of high airport security, it's very tough to get close to an airplane, even though you and I and our, your great listeners buy a ticket to ride on board. Well, here at an air show, if you've never been to one, you can get up close to a military fighter or trainer, or transport aircraft, or airliner, or helicopter, 
Sometimes you will be invited with your friends and family to tour on the inside of those. You can take selfies. You can meet the crew members. You can shake their hands. That's the show that goes on before we play our national anthem and kick off the show. And then, if you've never been to a show, all the spectators that have been coming to Cleveland since 1929, it's a tradition in Cleveland since 1929, will tell you that, that your rib cage will rattle with the, with the jet fighters coming over and the ground will shake beneath your feet and, and you'll, you'll be short of breath. You'll, oh, oh, baby, what was that? And we have airplanes flying not overhead, Nick, but we have jets flying over your head. And that's all I'll say about that. But it's exciting. Oh, my the other thing, It's for the entire oh. family. We see air shows with kids Indeed. in strollers, with their parents, with their grandparents, and with their great-grandparents. We don't embarrass anybody with actions or words. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. It is wholesome American aviation, outdoor fun, excitement, and <clears throat> entertainment. When when those jet fighters come flying directly overhead, and like you mentioned, you feel your you feel your rib cage rattle a bit. Yep. Uh, I know my my wife, who's a pretty conservative person, she's not uh, up for a lot of drama. She does look at me and she says, "That's the sound of freedom," because that is that's what keeps this country what it is. So very very American. When we talk about air shows, and you're explaining the family, uh, you know, type entertainment that it is but we still get thousands of people showing up at these air shows and there's a certain romance with aviation that uh, attracts people that makes them want to come out and just sort of walk around and experience being around aviation and experience watching it for the people who haven't been to an air show and they don't know whether or not they they do have this romantic image toward aviation what can you tell them that other people already know, and that's why they go. How do you get new people to experience what we have all experienced for years? Well, it, it's a very good question, and first of all, God bless your wife for coming up with that observation because it is spot on. But what we do with aviation, with airplanes, is show business. We we put the show business aspect into a military or civilian airplane, or like the jet-powered truck, the hot streak, Roman numeral two. Mm -hmm. So you've got the combination of both. It's thrilling. It chills. It's a wide variety of excitement and action in the air and on the ground. So it's a total entertainment package. It's unlike any form of any other form of entertainment that there is out there. So it is unique. It is fun. It's a day outside. Freedom. All of those things that make America so great. And there are so many countries around the world that just cannot do what we do in the United States. So take advantage of that. Take advantage of the tradition of the Cleveland show. Now, Nick, you and I have to tell your great listeners how to find information. Because if they've never come out to the show, never been to the show, they'll need to know simply how to do it, where to buy advanced tickets. Uh, where to get the good deals, what type of seating they can choose for themselves or their friends and family. So you've got the, the website there that uh, is quite self-explanatory, and I think you're going to give the great listeners that information now. 
Yes, yeah, so just uh, Google Cleveland National Air Show and you'll get all the information you need. Not only the schedule, but you can also obviously buy tickets and uh, find out what the schedule is for the day-to-day activities and uh, what to do with regard to parking and so forth. Uh, the thing that we always hope for, and I think we've been pretty lucky over the past years, is having good weather. Uh, early September seems to be a nice, stable, good flying weather kind of a time. And uh, so I think we're looking forward to the same thing happening this year. Well, we also have a unique feature in Cleveland is since the show is on Labor Day weekend, we always have a Saturday, Sunday, and Monday show. And that's rather unique. It's only because of the holidays. So your great listeners have three days to choose from. Uh, and which uh, date they come out is, their, uh, is of course, their choice. The uh, Blue Angels... Let's see, last week, Nick, or so, time, time gets a little confusing. We're performing at a Marine Corps base in Hawaii. Got a chance to see them there. Then their Great oh, Lakes right. tour. They're going to hit, uh, or they have hit Chicago, downtown Chicago. They flew over Lake Michigan at the downtown Chicago skyline. And then to follow up on their Great Lakes tour, over to Lake Erie, Burke Lakefront Airport, downtown Cleveland. And they are raring to come back. They're really fired up about the Great Lakes tour. Oh, out, outstanding! Well, it, it's so interesting watching them fly because they, they fly low and fast, and they they <laughs> and, literally with their close. jets they <laughs> and, and close, and they fly in and out of the buildings, uh, around the buildings, <laughs> they're are over their head uh, in what they're doing. Uh, one thing I recall one year when the Blue Angels were in town. Uh, my wife and I were at a Cleveland baseball game, now the Cleveland Guardians, over at the stadium. And uh, the Blue Angels go up every day during the show around 3-ish in the afternoon. So if there's a Cleveland Indians, uh, Cleveland Guardians game going on, I remember watching one of these jets from the Blue Angels fly very low over, making a turn right over the stadium where you could actually see the pilot in in the aircraft. (laughs) And... uh, what what a thrill that was. So if you're going to be at an Indians game during Labor Day weekend or Guardians game, keep an eye open. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. Well, with regard to, to the show, uh, you um, will be out there all day. The show starts at what time? When when do you start talking? Because I know you you have a whole lot to say. You talk if for I the whole day. Right, How do you do that? Yeah, if I remember right, the gates open at 9 a.m., We'll uh, come from our mandatory safety briefing, and as soon as I leave that, I'll be live on the mic. And people ask, uh, Nick, they ask, what time shall I come out to the show? And I see what I call the early birds who who come out at gate opening time. And again, you can Google the Cleveland Air Show to find out what time that is specifically. But that's the time I would come out, because remember, the anthem will start probably about 11 or 11.30. I have to look at the schedule. you have time to view what we call the show before the show. And this is massive amount of visiting aircraft that are on display. They're not based at Burke. They come from all over the world. And a wide variety of aircraft up close and in person. So that's an, a show, an entertainment that you can enjoy by hitting the gates as they first open. And then taking all that in and then be ready for the air show at 11 o'clock. Or 11.30, or whatever. Yeah, you'll see that. Well, 
Well, I'm an aviation nut, and I just love coming out to the air show. And for me, it's always a, a, a big holiday, actually, having the air show in Cleveland. So anyway, we're out of time, but Danny Clisham, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and we'll be listening to you all Labor Day weekend in Cleveland at Burke Lakefront Airport. Thank you, Nick, and I will see you and your great listeners there. Yes, sir. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a, have a great, healthy, and safe week. Good night. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset, sat and drank my fresh mint tea, with nothing to do until morning, and only my Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.